everybody, what's going on? This is uh, Cameron Hunt here with the American Deciding Factor. Today we are going to be talking about uh, the Hunter Biden laptop, the laptop that was censored um, into oblivion in the, right before the 2020 election that would, and I would make the claim that it would have uh, flipped the, uh, the election in Trump's favor, even though without any of the shenanigans or whatever you want to call it uh, that you know we've discussed before, um, that laptop would have made a significant difference if voters would have been allowed to know what it was about, what was the what were the contents of it, and uh, you know talking about the big man um, with uh, Hunter Biden, how uh, his dealings with his dad and the Chinese uh, Communist Party. But yeah, uh, without further ado, uh, let's get into it. In April. Of 2019, a man walked into a laptop repair shop, dropped off, and never came and picked them back up. And so the owner, who obviously was tasked with repairing these laptops, uh, began to look into them. Again, tried to contact the person that dropped them off, who uh, went under the name Hunter Biden, although he couldn't necessarily, he says he couldn't confirm 100% that it was Hunter Biden because of uh, his looks when he walked into the store. That's what crack uh, will do to you, kids. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> however, Hunter Biden's name was on the receipt. Uh, his cell phone was on the receipt. His email was on the receipt. And so all tracks lead back to Hunter Biden. And there was mention of his name on this laptop and the hard drives and uh, pictures of him. So uh, uh, if I could just throw it in there, too. He also... Um, where he dropped this off at the the shop, um, he literally signed a form basically stating like, if I don't come and pick it up in so long, then it's uh it's known as like a property that's been not lost, but it's like uh, it's you know like non relinquished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. good word. But yeah, so he literally signed a paper and then didn't come pick it up. It's not like this guy um, went to fix his laptop um, and then was like, oh, I'm just gonna look through the contents of mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So. Uh, in in October of 2020, October 14th, this is just one month before the 2020 election, the New York Post dropped an absolute bombshell of an article. And you may have seen it, you might not have seen it, because this article was censored into oblivion, kind of like Cameron said in the introduction. Twitter would not run it. Facebook paid big money to get them to take it off of their website. The, you could not find it anywhere. If this, if this article was posted... It was taken down. Uh, but the New York Post still has this article on their website, and that's what we are citing uh, in this episode today. And as always, we will publish these podcast notes so that you can go and see it all for yourself. But uh, the shop owner, uh, again, could not possibly identify Hunter Biden as the one who dropped the laptop, laptop off at the store, but his name and email were on the bill. And... Um, before the laptop and the hard drives were eventually turned over to the FBI for some sort of investigation, uh, the store owner made a copy of the hard drive and gave it to a man named Robert Costello. So if you don't know who Robert Costello is, Robert Costello is the lawyer of Rudy Giuliani, and Rudy Giuliani is the lawyer of Trump. Former so, lawyer. Yeah, former yeah. lawyer of Trump. So even lawyers have lawyers. And also, and to put it out there too, right, like we said before, it's not like that he took a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop illegally. Illegally. Yeah. Like, he literally had the rights to it. Like, that was considered his property, right? 
Yeah, that's a good so, point to add in there. Very, very good to add, right? It's not like that this information was obtained illegally, like uh, the news outlets wanted us to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the lawyer of Trump's lawyer, who is Robert Costello, he gets a hold of this hard drive, and now so the people with copies of it is Robert Costello and the FBI. Uh, so then Steve Bannon, who was the former advisor to Trump, actually told the New York Post that this laptop and hard drive existed. Uh, That was in September of 2019, but the New York Post didn't release the article until October of 2020, whenever they were finally given the copy of the hard drive to look through. So what was found on this laptop? Why is this laptop such a big deal? So found on this laptop was an email that showed Hunter Biden introduced his dad, Joe Biden, to a top executive at a Ukrainian energy firm named Burisma. Which is really interesting because almost like Joe Biden wants to get more involved in Ukraine right now. I wonder why. Continue. Yes, so Joe Biden has a son, Hunter Biden, and Hunter Biden was involved with this energy company in Ukraine uh, under the name Burisma. So we didn't really know about this until this laptop came out, but... Uh, the article writes that the never-before-revealed meeting is mentioned in a message of appreciation that uh, Vadim Pozarsky, I guess is how you say the name, an advisor to the board of Burisma, allegedly sent Hunter Biden on April 17th of 2015. This is about a year after Hunter joined the Burisma board, and he was making up to like $50,000 a month on this board at Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company. So... Joe Biden claims that he never got involved with his son's business dealings. He never talked to his son about his business dealings. He was never into any of that stuff. But uh, as we come to find out, we'll go through, that was all a lie. Right. And also, just to put it out there, Hunter Biden has no qualifications, like, whatsoever to be a part of a board for an oil company. Yeah. Other than his dad was the vice president of the United States and they wanted to have a special interest to get to the vice president of the United States. It's not like Hunter Biden was some guy that knows all this stuff about oil and extraction. He literally is there because of his father. Like, the Mm -hmm. only thing that Hunter Biden is good at is snorting crack off of the ground. Like, you know, that's basically what he's known for, being the crack-addicted son of Joe Biden. He's not some guy that's like, oh my gosh, look at how talented and smart and intellectual this guy is, right? Yeah. So, 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 so good to put out there, yeah, right? Yeah, that's the claim that they made is that Hunter Biden was put on this board as like a lawyer of sorts, that he was supposed to be a lawyer right. on their executive board and that he was supposed to handle some of the legal side of the business dealings. But Burisma, one of their other board members even came out, and I don't think I noted this. Tony Bobby Linsky. But it's in, it is in uh, the article that I have linked that uh, Bobby Linsky said that he never handled any of the law stuff. Like, it was never in his purview or under his command. So that reason that they cited for him being on the board of Burisma is completely false. Tony Bobby Linsky also identified the big man as Joe Biden. Like, he yeah. – I don't know if you've went through that yet, but uh, if, we, if he hasn't said anything about the big man yet, 10% for the big man, he was talking about Joe Biden, like 100%. And this guy that worked on the board of this company – uh, Parisma like identified that right. So continue. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So an earlier email, like we were mentioning, Joe Biden said that he was never involved in his son's business dealings. Well, uh, that 
quickly became debunked with the contents on this laptop because an email from May of 2014 uh, actually shows Pozarski, who is, again, a member on this board at Burisma, uh, apparently their number three executive, asking Hunter for advice on how you can use your influence on the company's behalf. Uh, in other words, since your dad is the vice president of the country, can you use your political influence and can we use him uh, in order to profit our company? And then other material uh, that is somewhat important, uh, but also uh, a little bit more in the back seat. Um, however, I will preface it with this quote. If you want to know a lot about a man, look at his kids. Um, so other material extracted from this computer includes a raunchy 12-minute video that appears to show Hunter, who's admitted struggling with addiction problems, smoking crack while engaged in a sex act with an unidentified woman, as well as numerous other sexually explicit images, uh, all on this laptop. All right. Just a, it, it's just it's just good good old Scranton Joe with his great son, you know. Mainstream. Right. Mainstream right. Joe. Yeah. So, uh, a a prosecutor in Ukraine actually caught wind of all of this corruption going on with Burisma. And his name was Victor Shokin. So Victor Shokin, this prosecutor, decides to look into Burisma and maybe perhaps prosecute them. He said he had specific plans to investigate Burisma that, in his quote, included interrogations and other crime investigation procedures into all members of the executive board, including Hunter Biden. Victor Shokin was intent on investigating Hunter Biden and the rest of the members of the board of Burisma for corruption. So... Joe Biden then goes to Ukraine as he's still vice president and pressures the Ukrainian president, not, this is not Zelensky, this was their previous president, pressures the Ukrainian president and prime minister into firing that prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, by withholding $1 billion uh, from a U.S. loan. Now, this is an illegal act. This is what is known as a quid pro quo. They tried to uh, impeach Donald Trump for this. Well, they did. They did impeach him, but they didn't convict him. Yeah, saying that Something he, bad. saying that he uh, committed a quid pro quo with Ukraine, but in fact, the person who did commit a quid pro quo, which a quid pro quo is just like a fancy Latin word that means a favor for a favor, um, and which is it's, illegal. It's, it's illegal in politics. Uh, there's certain places where it is legal, like in personal dealings, but in politics, it's highly illegal. You're not allowed to do it. And Biden was over here in Ukraine doing just this. So Joe Biden even bragged. The reason we know this is because Joe Biden even bragged about getting him fired uh, to the Council on Foreign Relations back in 2018. And his exact quote was, I looked at them and said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a, he got fired. Yeah, let's let's read it real quick. And his, it's, I looked at him and I said, I'm leaving in six hours. <laughs> if the prosecutor is not fired... You're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. <laughs> so, I can't. I can't do a good Biden impression like Obama. You know, like Obama and uh, whatever. But yeah, go ahead. Hello, <laughs> Americans. It's it's better whenever you read it in their voice because yeah, it, it just makes it just so makes it more real. <laughs> but so we all know that uh, Hunter Biden was used and planted by Joe Biden and the Obama administration in order to gain access to Ukraine and so that Burisma and Ukraine could gain access to Joe Biden and the White House. This was a back-and-forth kind of deal that the two cut out together. So 
what happens after this article is released? The New York Post releases this article, shocks the world. Uh, what happens? Well, the Joe Biden campaign at the time decided not to comment on the laptop. They made no comments until they were basically forced to. No questions about the laptop were asked during the 2020 uh, presidential debates. Uh, it wasn't brought up until Trump actually brought it up. And whenever Trump actually did bring up the laptop during a 2020 debate, Biden responded saying that there are 50 formal, former national intelligence folks who said that uh, what he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. Uh, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Uh, but again, and this isn't something that I went into on these notes, but it's not very hard in politics to get 50 national intelligence folks to all agree on something and sign their name to a letter, especially when, if they did so, it would mean the demise of Donald Trump, who, as we all know, is an outsider in Washington and in politics in general. Right. I Trump mean, Trump was a threat to the structure of Washington in terms of like the swamp that they have there. And it didn't matter who you were in Washington. You wanted him gone. So these right. bureaucrats, these national intelligence folks, uh, 50 of them had a good enough reason to sign this letter, whether or not they believed that this laptop was Russian disinformation or not. Right. I mean, like he said, it's, it doesn't take much in Washington, D.C. for a left-wing activist group to go around to 50 former national intelligence folks, which, you know, some of them might be higher up, but it could be anyone that's considered as national intelligence folks. I mean, like, hey, will you sign this so that way it can we can make it look like that uh, Trump, you know, isn't, uh, isn't using factual information. They're like, oh yeah, if it gets Trump's out of Trump out of power, sure, yeah. I'll sign that. So. They continued to peddle the narrative that Trump right. was a Russian spy, a Russian agent, a Russian plant, um, right. which of course we found was not true. So uh, CNN then released an article, and their article claims that, and I'm again I'm quoting, many of the claims in the article overlap with Russia's known disinformation efforts against Biden, which. They just pulled that out of their rear end. Uh, I don't know where they got that from, the fact that there's known disinformation efforts against Joe Biden oh, right. by Russia. It, well, if, it, if it's against our party, then it must be Russian disinformation. Obviously, exactly. duh. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, another quote. The top intelligence official for election security announced in August that the Russian government is interfering in the election to hurt Biden's candidacy primarily by spreading disinformation about alleged corruption by Biden and his family regarding Ukraine. So once again, we have mainstream media, CNN, peddling this narrative that it's Russian disinformation, Trump is a Russian spy. This is all involvement by the Russian government to try and basically tar and feather Joe Biden in order to keep their guy, Trump, in place. Um, but once again, that narrative has fallen apart. It was just a rerun of 2016, where in 2016 they said it was Russian influence in the election, and then now again in 2020. And that's what they'll say in 2024. They'll say, it, they'll say it for the rest of our lives, too. Exactly. So Democrats widely dismissed this laptop. They said it was a big conspiracy theory by crazy right-wing groups. They called it Russian propaganda and disinformation. But just recently, one of their own mainstream news sources confirmed the laptop. So the New York Times wrote an article about Hunter Biden's tax bill investigation in which they – I don't know if they accidentally released the fact that the, the laptop was authenticated, but regardless, they ended up confirming 
the laptop was true. So I believe this was a March uh, 14th article uh, from this year. So this article mm-hmm. centers around uh, the investigation into Hunter Biden's tax bill investigation, and the article states – this is where they basically name-dropped the laptop. The article states, people familiar with the investigation said prosecutors had examined emails between Mr. Biden, Mr. Archer, and others about Burisma and other foreign business activity. Those emails were obtained by the New York Times from a cache of files that appears to have come from a laptop abandoned by Mr. Biden in a Delaware repair shop. The email and others in the cache were authenticated by people familiar with them and with the investigation. So the New York Times came out and authenticated the laptop and the contents that were on this laptop. Almost like we've known that all along, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So this this completely dismantled and destroyed the Democrats' narrative over the past year and a half. That's Russian disinformation. Russian disinformation. So now let's move into what has happened so far. Um, now that we know that this laptop is true, what actions have been taken? Well, word has circulated about the laptop being used as evidence against the Biden family, but nothing has actually been done about it up until two days ago, March 29, 2020. Uh, Representative Matt Gates, who was a Republican from Florida, uh, representing like the same district that Hollywood, Florida is in, he actually entered uh, the laptop into the congressional record uh, while they were questioning the assistant director of the FBI Cyber Division. And so now the reason they were having a hearing for the FBI Cyber Division, uh, which is, of course, a bureaucracy in the government. And the reason that they were having this oversight hearing uh, for the FBI is because of recent cyber attacks and um, several notable cyber attacks, uh, including the Colonial Pipeline. If you remember uh, how we had like a big gas shortage about a year back uh, because of Russians hacking the pipeline. Um, So in response to that, our government decided to do what they usually do and get their committee together and kind of give some oversight and some questioning into the FBI, basically to kind of say, hey, what's going on? What are you guys doing? How are you combating it? It's just a way that our government keeps bureaus in check. But Not enough, yeah, it's but not it's enough. one way that they do it. Anyways. But, uh, so now this is from coming from a PBS article. Um, Which the, if you guys want to uh, see where we get our information from, um, we have a Discord, and you can find that information uh, by going to our link tree in our Instagram bio, TikTok bio, wherever you find it. Uh, we have a Discord, and we have all of not only our podcast notes, but our sources. Um, you'll see plenty of pictures and stuff on the screen if you're watching in the video podcast. You'll see the pictures we're talking about, the notes. Absolutely. But if you're listening on audio, which is what most people listen on, like me, myself, right? Uh, if you want to go check this information out, just make sure to go check out our Discord um, and all of our other social media platforms at Deciding Factor. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's a good plug. Good plug. Absolutely. So, uh, PBS actually uploaded the entire full video, which I know you don't want to watch because it's really boring. But they yes. they uploaded boring. the entire almost four-hour footage of this House Judiciary Oversight Committee hearing. Uh, but if you jump to one hour, 21 minutes, and 53 seconds, you will see where Matt Gates begins talking and questioning the assistant director of the FBI cyber. So Matt Gates actually believes that this laptop could be used by foreign countries to gain information on America and ultimately hurt our country, which reasonably so. There's uh, a good amount of information on that laptop, and we don't even know what all is on it. So um, once again, to show the absolute fecklessness of our bureaucracies, 
the FBI apparently lost the laptop. They don't know where it's at. Uh, Gates questioned the assistant director on where it was at, and the, the dude had no answer. He apparently does not where, know where it is at, uh, to which Gates responded, how are Americans supposed to trust that you can protect us from the next colonial pipeline if it seems that you can't locate a laptop that was given to you three years ago by the first family, potentially creating vulnerabilities for our country? Uh, a good question to ask. So then he followed that question up with saying, Mr. Assistant Director, have you assessed whether or not the first family is compromised as a result of the Hunter Biden laptop? Again, another good question to ask because, like I said, we don't really know what foreign countries have that was on this laptop that they could use against us. That so, is confirmed to be real. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not like the FBI can be like, oh, that's a misinformation. It's real. It is a real laptop. And thank gosh uh, the people that first obtained it were smart enough to get copies because that's what the FBI would have done. That would have been like, oh, we accidentally, we accidentally lost it. Yeah, yeah well, we that sucks. But at. now it's okay because you can lose it, but we have the copies. We have, we have the receipts, right? So um, very good question. So in conclusion, what does all this mean? So the Biden laptop is a legitimate security concern. That is number one. Rightfully so. It is something that we need to know what other foreign countries have. Uh, what kind of information do they have? Could, is there any information that could be used against us uh, that would be found on this laptop? Uh, number two, the Biden family themselves, because of their corruption and their international business dealings and their carelessness, they may very well be compromised by the contents of this laptop, just like Matt Gates suggested. Um, they... There could be a reason for them not to hold power because of the vulnerabilities that may be exposed or exploited by other countries. Uh, Cameron, is there anything you want to add? Right. I mean, um, if I had to sum this up, if you want to sum this up to one of your friends that doesn't want to listen to this in 30 seconds, it's this. The Hunter Biden laptop is real. Joe Biden, our president, is bought and paid for by companies like Burisma from Ukraine it is real. It's not Russian disinformation. It's not misinformation. It's not a Republican talking point. It's dangerous for America. And as an American, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Con uh, Constitution Party, whatever you are, this should be scary to you because if this can happen to the President of the United States, then think about how bad it is going all the way down to the, you know, the bureaucracies. So um, as an American, we need to... Uh, we need to ask, we need to not only ask, but demand answers for this. Uh, thank you guys for sticking around and for listening. We hope that you use this information, uh, use it wisely. Tell your friends about it. Tell your friends about us. Uh, you can find us on uh, all social media platforms at Deciding Factor. Same thing as the email, D-S-I-D-I-N-G, Factor. Um, and then you can email us, of course, with the email that Cameron just gave. Right. So get involved with us, get in touch with us, and let us know what you think. And we hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you later.